And now, on Prophetic Faith. gentlemen thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here prophetic faith i am pastor robbie barrett and tonight we're going into a new series on tapping into empowerment do you ever go through life and you think to yourself man i wish that i could tap into some power i need some strength right now i need some endurance right now well let me ask you a question what does it mean when you see that something is god's will in other words what does it mean when something is God's will. Now we know that that means that God is for it, uh, He's pleased with it, but I'm going to show you tonight that there is a deeper meaning to that, that there is a power that you can tap into, and that allows you and I to do great and mighty things in the kingdom of God. So let's get into this message right now. It is going to stir your faith, and I will see you at the end of the program. Tapping into empowerment. Say that with me. Tapping into empowerment. You see, it's not enough just to know something. You have to tap into the ability to make that happen. Amen? And what we're going to learn today is, is that knowledge is power. Now look with me in 3 John chapter 1, and we're going to go in verse 2. And let's pray before we read this. Father, I thank you for this word this morning. I thank you, Lord, that these are not my words. These are your words. And you always back up your words with signs and wonders and with miracles. I thank you for this, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. I don't care what nobody said. You have not changed because perfection does not change. I thank you for that, and I praise you, and I bless every person in here today, Lord. Let them know that you are more real than anything that they may be facing. In Jesus' name, and everybody said. Amen. I want to take this time to thank everybody watching on Facebook and that will be watching on television. And can we just put our hands together and just give God a hand clap of praise today? Come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. 3 John 1, 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you may what? Help me out this morning. That you may what? Prosper. And what else? Be in health. And what else? Prosper in your soul. So you could say it like this, that you prosper and you be in health. How? By prospering in your soul. We've been dealing with the soul a lot for several weeks. Verse 3, it says, For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you, even as you walk in truth. Now what truth is he talking about? The truth he just said to them. He said, I'm so thankful that you're walking in the truth of what? That God wants you to prosper. 
He wants you to be in health, and He wants you, and this happens and this occurs when what? When we prosper in our soul. In other words, when we are transformed into the image and to think like God, function like God, and talk like God, what happens? Prosperity comes, right? Health comes. Peace and joy comes. Verse 4, he says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children, what? Walk in truth. Now, why did I read all of that? Because when most people quote this, they just quote verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper, be in health even as your soul prospers. But I read the, the next few verses to show you that this was not just a greeting. Now, how many's, how many's ever heard somebody say this, that, yeah, I know that scripture's in there, but that was just uh, John greeting the people that he was writing. That was just a greeting, a phrase in, their, in his letters. How many's ever heard somebody say that? I read those next few verses to show you that this was not just some phrase that John wrote in every letter. That this was a statement of truth, that it is God's will, His desire, for you and I to walk in the fullness of Him. Somebody say fullness. But watch this. But what does it mean when we say this is God's will? I want to teach you today. What does it mean when I say, let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, sister. This is God's will. What does that mean? And we kind of touched on this Wednesday night in James where he talks about whatever you do, make sure that it's the Lord's will. And he used that phrase, if it be the Lord's will. Well, what does that mean? Well, today I'm going to show you what that word will means. Because by the time you get out of here, you're going to have a whole new perspective on that word will. That it's not just a notion of, hey, I would like for this to happen. Because that's what you and I think so many times. It, you know, if I, if I go to somebody and I say, you know, it's my will that you, uh, you, know, you do good at your job and you get a raise. You, you'll say something like this, well, thank you. Because you know that that's just me hoping and wishing that, you know, your boss will give you a raise. But this is not what I'm talking about today when we talk about the will of God. It is not just God's notion of hope for you. Well, you know, I would just like for this to happen. No, that's not what God says. Let's look at what the word will means. In the Greek, it means ethelo, which means, watch this, commonly used... When extent when the of the Lord when He extends His best offer, somebody say best offer. So when God reveals His will to me, He is revealing, here's my best offer, and I'm gonna deal with this later on in the in the in the message. You're gonna see a an easy example in Jesus's ministry, but it is God presenting His best offer to you, not average. Not something that will just work out, but what? The best offer. Alright? So it is God extending His best offer to the believer, wanting, desiring to birth His persuasion, which means faith, to birth His faith in them, which also empowers. I'm going to say it again. Which also empowers. Say that with me. Which also empowers and manifest His presence. 
Oh, so now we got a whole new perspective here. That God's will is not just His, you know, His desire for us. You know, I would love for you to be everything. No, no, no. It's beyond that. That when God is letting you know His will, you need to understand that God has, has placed an empowerment to get that will accomplished. So instead of me coming to you and say, hey, man, I would like, I would really desire that your boss would give you a raise. That's not what God is saying. But if I come to you and say, I would really like for your boss to give you a raise, and I've got a plan, here's how we're going to do it. See, that's a whole different thing. You're not just going to tell me thank you. What are you going to say? How? Tell me more. Come on, tell me some more. Right? You see, that's what the will of God is. When God says, this is what I want for you, you don't need to see it as just a nice gesture. No, you need to see it as God says, I want this so much for your life that I have stamped my empowerment on it. I have placed a backing behind it. I want this so much in your life that I have released my power that if you tap into it, it will guarantee you that it's going to happen in your life. Somebody say amen if you're getting this. See, that's a whole different perspective that the reason why God is revealing His will to me, it's more than just me saying, oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that lovely? Oh, God wants that for me. No, it's beyond that. It's letting me know, hey, boy, listen to me. This is what I want for your life, and I'm ready to move. I'm ready to back you with all of my power. My God, did y'all hear what I said? God said, I'm willing, I'm ready to back you with all of my power to make sure that this happens in your life. So when you read, beloved, I wish above all things, that's not when you wish upon a star. No, no, no. It's beyond that. It's deeper than that. It's more powerful than that. It is God saying, I want this so much for your life that I have empowered you to prosper. I've empowered you to be in health. And I've empowered you to, to prosper in your soul. So one of my confessions is this. I have confessions that I've written down. And I confess them quite often. And one of my confessions is this. As I say, God, I thank you that you've empowered me to prosper, be in health, and even as my soul and prosper, or even as my soul prosper. You did not empower me. Notice what I said right there. You did not empower me to be sick, to be broke, or to be impoverished in my soul. So therefore, because I'm living by your power, I cannot be sick. Come on now. I cannot be broke. I cannot be impoverished in my soul. Are y'all getting this now? So if God has empowered you to do something and you're living by His power, how can you receive the opposite result? Somebody say hallelujah on that. Let me say it one more time real slow. All right? If God is empowering me to do something and I'm living by His power, how can I receive the opposite of that? Ooh, now we're getting somewhere. That he, when God says His will or lets us know His will, it's more than just, oh, this is what God would like to happen. God has said, I want to make sure it does happen. Amen? Now, I want to give this note to you, that, that Greek definition I just read you. Here's a note to it. 
the, uh, the author of that Greek definition says this. He says, note that the word will and faith are closely connected. They're almost identical. I want, I want to show you that right there. I'm going to say it again. That word will, ethelo, and the word faith is so, is so closely connected it's hard to separate it. So watch this. So when God reveals to me His will, He's also putting faith in me at the same time to, for what, to do what? For me to tap into that power behind His will. Amen? Now we say, you, you know, you heard this growing up all in church, that if God wants to do something, He'll do it. Right? God will do whatever He wants to do. And that is true. One way or another, the Lord's will will be done. Amen? But you and I, we want to make sure that we tap in and ride on that train. Because when we do, guess what? We receive the will of God in our life, which is what? How many remembers what I just read to you? It is His best offer. How many of you ever watched them movies? I'll give you an offer you can't refuse. You know what I'm saying? The offer that God gives you, it's hot. You can't refuse it. You gotta be, you gotta be foolish to refuse that. Amen. All right, now look at this right here. All right, so when I know or it's revealed to me the will of God, then guess what? I know his power is backing that, and I can tap into it. When I tap into that power, then guess what? I will receive it in my life. But the problem is, here's the problem. Now, you know I wasn't just going to tell you the answer without telling the problem. The problem is, is this right here, is that many people really do not know the will of God. Now, here's the part where you're going to say, no, 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 you're preaching to the wrong crowd. I know the will of God, Pastor. I know. What if I told you again that most likely you probably don't? Now, before you, what, before you say anything, let me prove it to you. Because watch this. The will of God, you know and the will of God is proven by your actions. Amen? It's proven by our actions. What we learn, we've been learning in James this past week that faith without works is what? Dead. He said, I will show you my faith by my works. I will show you that I know the will of God for my life by the actions that I have. Go to Ephesians 3.20. Read this right here. It says, now unto him that is, say that with me, able. Say it one more time, able. To do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Now that is many people's you know, one of their favorite verses to quote. And it is a great verse. But here's, here's what I'm telling you. More than likely, you are not in the mindset of the will of God, but watch this, but of what He can do. So when I said to you earlier that most people don't know the will of God, you probably looked at me funny because you say, I know the will of God. Well, the question is this. Do you know the will of God or do you know what God can do? Because there's a big difference. 
See, here's what most people do. When they say, I know the will of God, they're simply telling you, I know what God can do. Praise the Lord. And watch this. When you get in a crowd, you won't lose anybody as long as you stay in the land of Can. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you, God right now, He can do anything. Oh, yeah, that's right, brother. I mean, He could heal somebody if He wants to. Oh, yes, He can. Oh, He can do this. Oh, yes, He can. And you won't lose anybody as long as you stay in the realm of Can. But step on over to, let me tell you what God has done and what He's going to do. Whoa, 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 whoa now, Pastor. You're getting a little crazy on your faith. You're getting a little radical on your faith. See, when you start, watch this, when you step out of the land of can and go over to, let me tell you, God's already done this, and it will manifest. You're going to start, you're going to start getting crazy looks from people because you just lost them. Because for most people, they stay in the land of can. They quote this like it is and they never change it. You say, what are you talking about? They're always talking about what God is able to do, but never knowing what God will do. Big difference. See, I can't get excited. Watch this. I can't get excited on something that you can do. You know, if, if Dave can bless me, if somebody comes up to me and says, let me tell you something, Dave right here, David, he can bless you. I might say, well, that's cool, that's nice. But that doesn't get me excited, why? Because even though I know he's able, I don't know if he's going to do it or not. Come on now, y'all getting this? But let me tell you something. If Dave comes to me, it says, Robbie, let me tell you something. Monday morning at 1 o'clock, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to get a little bit more excited. Y'all see what I'm saying? See, the, knowing that God can do something is not enough. We've got to step out of the land of can. See, faith, watch this. Faith doesn't say God can. I'm going to shock you with that statement. Faith does not say that God can. We think it does. But that's not what faith does. Faith says God will. Say that with me. Faith says God will. If you look, every person, watch this, every person that received from God in the whole ministry of Jesus, you will see that not one of them received with can. They received with faith. So write this down if you're taking notes. Remember this. It's faith begins where the will of God is known. I'm going to say that one more time. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Alright, so the knowledge of the Word tells me that God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I could ever ask or think. Does that mean I'm going to receive it? No. Why? Because I have not released any faith yet. Because until now, all I've known is what God can do. Stick with me now. That's all, I, that's all I've been aware of. But watch this. When I know that this is the will of God, which is what? His empowerment. So when God is saying, listen, 
this is my will to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all I could ever, above all you could ever ask or think. That is telling me right away that God is saying, I am empowering this to happen in your life. What does that cause me to do? That causes me to have faith birth within me. See, faith begins where the will of God is known. So once I know that God, not only can He do it, but He will do it, there's a big difference now. Now that I know that God will do it, I can respond to that with faith. It's real simple. How can I believe God for something when I don't know if it's His will or not? I can't. There's no way for me to believe God on a specific issue if I don't know His will concerning it. Again, I'm not dealing with what God can do. God can do anything, right? That's not what we're dealing with. We're dealing with what will God do. Because if God's willing to do something, He's willing to put His power behind it. Oh yeah, that's what you want. Because power gets results, amen? What did He say? He says, the will of God... When, when it bursts faith in you, it releases, it manifests His presence. Anywhere God's presence is, the opposite of Him cannot stay. Are y'all hearing me? In His presence is fullness of joy. That means depression cannot stay in the presence of God. Alright, so I must know His will. Now once I know His will, I know His empowerment. And once I know His empowerment, I can grab a hold of that and I can receive. It's real... All right, so let's use an easy example. If I don't know... Or let me say it like this. Since I know God's will concerning my health, I know His will. I know it. He clearly says it in the Word, right? He says, I wish above... I desire above all things that you be in health. So John, the Spirit of God... Let me, let me back up real quick. All right, The Bible says that every scripture is breathed upon by the Spirit of God, right? It's inspired by the Spirit of God. So John was inspired. The Spirit of God in him was inspiring him to say, I want you to be in health. I want you to prosper, and I want you to prosper in your soul. Is that correct? Okay, so that was God desiring above all things. So I know without a shadow of a doubt, that it's God's will that I be in health. Is that correct? I know that. Now, you may not know that, but I know that because I know the will of God. All right, so watch. It would be absolutely a complete waste of time for me to come up here and say, you know, I'll get Crockett to pray. Hey, Crockett, I want you to pray and see if it's God's will that I be healed. Is that right? Now I know that's not church protocol. But the fact is, is if I know that that, that, that that is God's will, why am I wasting my time trying to get God? Praise God. Thank God so much that He reveals His will to you and I. Now, as we learn in this uh, program that when we know that something is the will of God, it's much, much deeper than we just realizing that this is something that is pleasing to God. 
It's not as if, and this is what I want to get to you tonight, it's not as if God is saying, this is what I want you to do, fend for yourself. This is what I want for your life, good luck. No. When, when the Bible lets us know what is the will of God, then you got to know right now and understand, anytime you see that something is God's will, realize that he, all of His power, my God, unlimited power, all of His power is backing that. <clears throat> so when we see, beloved, we wish above all things that you prosper, be in health even as your soul prospers. So when you see that every word of God is inspired by the Spirit of God, that, that men did not just write this on the page, but they were inspired as the Spirit gave them inspiration to write these things. So in other words, this is God telling you. He says, I want you to be blessed. I want you to be healed. This is my will for you. Okay, so if we know that it's God's will, then you need to know right now that God is empowering you. He's got power right there that you can tap into and see the miraculous come into your life. I want to pray for you right now <clears throat> that the will of God will be made clear to you so that you can tap into that empowerment. God has not left you alone. He's not this, he's not this uh, there to cheer you on. No, 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 no. God is there to empower you to make sure that you receive everything that He wants you to receive. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for every person that is watching right now, Lord. Faith, our faith begins where the will of God is known. So, Lord, I pray that you will begin to show them through your word and, and through prayer time and through just an inner witness your will for their life. What you want, because that's what we're here for, Father. It's not our will be done. It is your will be done. And, Lord, we thank you right now for empowerment. We thank you, Lord, that all of heaven is backing us. You want, this, you want these things done so much in these people's lives that you are willing to put all your power behind it. So, Lord, I thank you for this right now. And I thank you, Lord, that testimony after testimony is coming out of this. Victory is coming out of this, Father. Because we will not accept anything less than the best that you have. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. We want to take this time to thank all of you for watching this program. Uh, all of you that call us, uh, contact us on social media, uh, write us letters letting us know how this program blesses you and, and just really touches you. Thank you for those words. As we, as God has placed us here to encourage you to build your faith, you also help me. So I want to thank you for that. And I want to take this time right now to thank you, Faith Partners. Thank you for your continued giving and support to this ministry. You help us. With the power of God, you enable us to take this gospel through television, through meetings, through every uh, outlet that we can. So we thank you, Faith Partners, for partnering with this ministry. And if you're watching this tonight and you're saying, you know what, I, I like the words that I'm hearing. I I'm thankful that somebody is still preaching the truth. And you say, I want to become a faith partner. How do I do that? The announcer is getting ready to come on the screen, and he's going to let you know exactly how you can come in contact and partner with this ministry. So until then, keep walking by faith. I will see you right here. Be blessed. 
If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Tazewell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well. Jesus, the devil is a liar.